Last year, the Natural Products Expo West show down in Anaheim attracted about 80,000 attendees and 3,500 or so exhibitors. It's a pretty big show. It'll likely be bigger this year. It's a show that I first went to in 2003 when we sold a booth at the company I was working at at the time to Kettle Foods, my very first project. A uh, nice little 20 by 20 custom thing we did. So I got to go to the show and, you know, look around there. And it was just a terrific show, a fun show. Uh, since then, every year I've been there and I've had a new client, generally speaking, at pretty much every show. I mean, sometimes two, sometimes three. I guess sometimes none. But certainly I've had a lot of clients there over the years. This will be the, if I'm doing the math right, the 18th time I will be attending Natural Products Expo West. Hey, it's Tim Patterson. This is Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. For February 10th, 2020, check me out online at tradeshowguy.net. You'll find my books there, my trade show exhibit company, a few freebies, and lots of stuff related to the trade show world designed to help you become a better trade show marketer and more successful. I mentioned the Natural Products Expo West show because it is the biggest show I regularly go to, although it looks like it may be back this year at the National Association of Broadcasters in Las Vegas again in a few months. And that is a pretty gigantic show as well. Uh, fun show. Expo West takes up all the f- halls of the uh, Anaheim Convention Center and spills over into the, uh, I think, the uh, the hockey arena there, as well as the uh, floor or two of the new product, uh, you know, new products at Hilton Hotel, which draws a lot of new product uh, exhibitors, smaller exhibitors. The show also draws a lot of talent and performers over the years. I've seen uh, Ziggy Marley, I think, twice. Uh, Neville Brothers, Michael Franti and Spearhead, Blues Traveler, Damian Marley. Hang on, I got a dog here jumping on my lap. <laughs> oh, you okay? You okay? Sorry. Here we go. All right. Uh, I even saw Tony Robbins do a keynote there once. And I noticed as I was sitting there watching Tony Robbins, uh, three chairs down from me was Ed McMahon. Remember Ed McMahon? Here's Johnny. That was, that's Ed McMahon. Big shows are chaotic. They're crazy. They're fun. I look forward to them and dread them at the same time because it's really busy. Uh, days are long, but I know that, hey, everybody else is in the same boat. It's kind of like a, a marathon that you're running for about three or four days and then it's done. And you go back home. Uh, getting exhibits into the show and getting them set up is like a sort of crazy choreographed dance that somehow works uh, behind the scenes, which I've been there many times, uh, electricians, labor, forklift operators, uh, riggers, hanging signs, people bringing in furniture. It's all there. It's all crazy. So let's talk about furniture. And, I, and I, I'm doing this because I, I work with a lot of clients who bring their own furniture over the years. They purchase it. They use it once or twice or four or five times a year. They stick it in a crate and it shows up with everything else. Others rent furniture. In fact, more are renting more often. There's no wrong answer. Whatever works for you. Uh, certainly pros and cons for each. Uh, for this week's interview, though, I hooked up with John Peck, who is an account manager out of the Seattle area with Court Events, a company that does a lot of furniture rental at trade shows, and a lot more corporates, uh, corporate uh, situations, universities. And we talk a little bit about uh, what happens in the furniture rental space, and this was kind of a fun conversation. I want to welcome John Peck to Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. John, it's a pleasure to see you again. We actually saw each other in person live, which was kind of fun. That was like a week and a half or so ago. So, we did. Yeah, you're up in Seattle. I'm down in Salem, and we kind of met halfway. Well, not really halfway. Portland's closer to us, but uh, it was a pleasure. Good to meet you and good to have you on the show. So, Thank you, sir. I'm uh, happy to be here. So Court Events does furniture rental and probably a lot of other stuff that I don't know about for sure. So let's kind of start with 
that. What is Court Events? Uh, you've been with him for a while. Just kind of explain what it is and, and what you guys do, what you get your fingers into in the business. Well, sure. Court itself has been around now, oh my gosh, over 45 years. And we are a Berkshire Hathaway company. So we have a lot of great infrastructure and support from that and investments in technology. And, you know, it helps us to be able to really continue bringing in new product and new design ideas. And um, Court itself, we're into different markets as far as universities and colleges or, and um, corporate housing, obviously the events and trade show division that I work for. We have a party rental division. So pretty much the whole gamut of the uh, spectrum. Parties and corporate and, and universities and so, all sorts of stuff, huh? Wow. So obviously when you're renting furniture, it's a, it's a short one-time use and then the client wants to give it back because they don't want it there. So obviously there's a convenience factor, but what else is would be an advantage of renting furniture? Because I talk to a lot of people that are doing trade shows, for example, uh, that say, you know, we want to buy it because then we aren't paying for it every time. Uh, but then I always right. argue kind of the other side, well, but you have a lot of choices and if you're storing it, you know, so obviously there's a lot of stuff that they, that you get into on that. So how do you look at that sort of aspect of it? I guess. Exactly. It kind of, it sounds great, but then when you look at all the factors involved, as far as like you just said, storage and the maintenance of it and kind of being locked in with that one product, you know, um, I think rental furniture gives you the ability to be really creative in each individual event or trade show in your booth and kind of create different, um, unique experiences that you, you know, you're not locked in with just one product. Yeah. I know that from personal experience, we had a client probably four or five years ago and I hadn't done any rental furniture at that point and they asked about it. And so we came up with a nice little white, you know, sofa that was probably a mid length that you could see two, maybe three people on it. I think we got a couple of those and a little table and uh, you know, the client really loved the way it worked out because it just showed up at their booth. Yep. Uh, we set it in place and it looked really nice, very new. It fit in with what they were doing. They, they picked it out of the catalog. And then when the show was over, they just left it there and it was gone. I thought, well, that actually is pretty seamless. So that's obviously exactly. a big selling advantage. Yeah. And you're not shipping furniture across the country and, you know, risking it getting damaged. The way we're structured is we have 16 different warehouses around the country. Excuse me. So we serve all of the major markets. And like you say, you know, the order comes in, that individual warehouse will just ship it directly to the booth. And um, we usually have on-site support as well. So for all the major shows and events, we'll have a dedicated person there. If you need additional assistance or something happens and it gets damaged, we can swap it out very quickly. And I think the other thing that was advantageous is that uh, when you give the client the price, it uh, is everything. It's just, that's the price to get it shipped. It shows up, it goes away. And that's the only thing they have to deal with. They go, well, that's, I could probably buy it for that price, but look at, you're getting it a great use and it's coming in uh, and it's, it's brand new. It's going to look great. It's going to be great. It's going to be impressive. And that's kind of how I exactly. view that. Um, so I'm curious, what are the, uh, what are the kind of challenges does your company see? Is there a lot of competition out there? You know, what kind of things do you have to, to face internally or externally as far as uh, being in that uh, rental furniture business? And we definitely have competition out there. I think the way that we're structured, again, with our big infrastructure, we're, we do, you know, our unique aspect is we do two major product releases per year, constantly, you know, refreshing the inventory, which is huge. We do usually one in the middle of the year, which is typically a little bit smaller, and then our major releases at the beginning of the year. Um, our last two have actually been our largest releases in, ever in history, so it's been really great. Um, there are definitely challenges out there. You know, sometimes we may not have the exact look that the client's looking for. 
Right. Um, so things like that. But um, we take a lot of the feedback that we get from our clients in that aspect. And again, use that to be able to refresh our inventory. Obviously with everything being online, it's easy to update a website, but I know you gave me a printed catalog and I thought you got to probably only do this once a year, uh, but it's very yes. nice, a glossy print, uh, but it gives you a really good looking, just kind of thumb through it and see what's there, which is really easy, really convenient. Kind of when you're online, you got to kind of know what you're looking for. It's kind of hard to just find uh, stumbled across something, I guess. So there's an obvious exactly. pros, pros and cons uh, to both of that. Now, do you work uh, with end users or is it just through distributors? How does that uh, arrangement go? We work just through the distributors. Okay, gotcha. So that's just the business model. I know a lot of uh, exhibit companies are the same way. They don't sell to the end user. Others do. You know, there's no wrong answer. Uh, it's just that uh, some business models are, are what they are and, and another one is, is a different one. So, um, right. So what I'm curious, you have all this furniture and stuff uh, that you use for corporate or universities or parties and stuff. Obviously, it's going to wear out at some point or going to get scuffed and scratched or, or, or dinged or something. What happens to it then? I'm just curious. you got all this inventory on your hands. Right. We actually have clearance centers around the country as well. So after a period of time, you know, the product will be discontinued and not available for rental anymore. And we take that and refurbish them, get it up to speed as far as, you know, good condition and cleanliness. And then they go out to the clearance centers and the public can go and purchase the items. Well, nice, nice. So uh, where, where can people find, uh, you know, the, the website to look at this sort of thing? That's kind of a part one of the question. Uh, and the second part is if they find something they want, how do they find a distributor that they can work with? Well, we have our main website, which is courtevents.com for the events and trade show division. There's also different court websites for the you know various divisions, and they all have information as far as the locations of the different warehouses and um, information like that. I know that we're a distributor, and uh, we work with uh, Classic Exhibits, which has you know sort of their branded exhibit design search, which you guys are a part of. They have a lot of uh, vendors that kind of seamlessly fit in under that uh, umbrella. And I would, I would guess if someone, in fact, I had to call yesterday, someone found something on the website, they wanted to rent this and that and the other, and they probably really have no idea where it actually comes from. And there's, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as there's a, a public face, which, you know, in this case would be trade show guy exhibits, uh, they could get, you know, court uh, event rentals, they could get a classic exhibits rental, they could get anything they wanted through there from a, a graphic update, and it all comes through that kind of facing place. So I think it's a really neat way that that all works. Um, I guess that's all I got, John. I, I really appreciate you spending time here. Uh, anything you can add to the to the mix that I may have missed as far as uh, furniture rental and, and the whole works there? I don't think so, Tim. I appreciate being here. I, I guess I would just say that we're not also just rental furniture, but you know, I, I think that's also a common misperception sometimes, but we do pipe and drape that we actually started rolling out last year. Mm -hmm. That'll be available um, to all of the country by the end of this year. And we provide a lot of different services too, as far as like a 3D space planning tool. And oh online. yeah, let's talk about that. I think you mentioned that back in the green room, uh, online space planning. So what, what does that entail? It's one of our free services. It's a software. It has all of our products in it, all of the CAD files. It has hundreds of templates that are, you know, for many of the common venues around the country, or if not, you can import that in. And it just gives you a great tool to be able to just drag and drop furniture in and do the placement, and then you can create 3D renderings of it as well. Um, so if they don't have their own ability to do that, it's something that we offer to help them out with. Gotcha. And that is, is that on the websites as well that they can track that down or if they have questions about it? Yes. Yep. Gotcha. 
Cool. John Peck from Court Events. John, again, uh, thank you for spending time with me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Tim. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks again to John Peck of Court Events for being on the podcast and video blog. Really appreciate it. Uh, Here at Trade Show Guy Exhibits, we've worked with Court Events a number of times for furniture rental and, you know, always been pleased with how it turns out. Even better, clients love the products that come. And so I I give them a good shout out, which is kind of why we got there. It wasn't really meant to be a commercial, just kind of a look at uh, what really goes on behind the scenes and what... And what is in the trade show world, which a lot of people, a lot of trade show managers may not even know, or if they know, it's only sort of peripheral. So uh, tip of the week, I guess I would say the interview with John uh, would be somewhat of a tip. Uh, Maybe the next time you're planning to do a show and not sure what to do about that old furniture in your crate, and you know it should be replaced, you might consider renting. Could be the thing. Weigh the pros and cons and see what works best for you. This week's one good thing is a book I'm uh, about a third of the way into called Atomic Habits, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones. James Clear, I ran across this guy several months ago. Apparently, he's been around a while. This is actually a, a good book. I'm, I'm enjoying it, and I'm, like I said, about a third of the way into it. I, I definitely will read it all the way through. It's that good, well-written, good storyteller. I always like business books or self-help type of books that have good stories in them, and that kind of takes it uh, from just a typical you know, self-help or business book into something which actually entertains you. And and when you're entertained, you remember things, you recall things. And, uh, you know, when you change habits, tiny changes bring remarkable results. We'll see what happens here with this. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's the one good thing. That's this week's Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. Thanks for checking it out. And we'll do it again another seven days from now.